It's a lot of time. It is 7.30 a.m. Tuesday, January 18th. I almost forgot what day it is. Sorry about that. But that's what happens when every day is Saturday. Uh, this is your daily financial news. It's something we have been doing together for more than a thousand days in a row. And I am proud to say we are hopefully going to be continue doing it for another thousand days in a row. So if you like getting your daily financial news in little 10 to 15 minute chunks, do me a favor, like, subscribe, comment, interact with me. Let's get more and more folks engaged in the daily financial news. In order to help a million people, we need to attract others. So if you can help share, like, subscribe, comment for the YouTube algorithm, I would greatly appreciate it. Today's uh, daily financial news, let's actually first start with bigger pockets. Yesterday, if you don't know, I did two live streams right around 9.30 and 9.45 a.m. Uh, one is uh, there was a question on a David Green Bigger Pockets episode about uh, cash flow and appreciation and the fact that maybe your hunt for cash flow was stunting your growth. Uh, lucky enough to have the person who asked that question as a member of my course, so they were nice enough to send it over, so I was able to go through that question in detail. And then followed on by that, I went after the broader topic, talking about uh, just the reality of being someone who worked a crazy demanding full-time job, didn't have time to burr, didn't have time to syndicate mobile homes, didn't have time to do all of these things. So one of the things that's happened, because a lot of you have responded on those videos, thank you very much, a lot of you have said basically, you know, the Bigger Pockets community, which I was a member of, a decade ago, really has gotten, um, really has forgotten the little guy. It's all about Burr or syndications or big multifamily. So if that is you, welcome to One Rental at a Time, where it is okay to buy a single family home. In fact, for many of us, it's preferred. Maybe it's a, a small multifamily. Again, our story in One, one Rental at a Time is just that. Two full-time employees who gave it a go after reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It was not fast. We made plenty of mistakes, but it does work. So what I want to ask you, if you're if you're still on Bigger Pockets and you get a question you think that they ignore or maybe, I don't know, don't give it the, the treatment, go ahead and send it to me and I will give it a shot. Again, one rental at a time is where it is okay to buy a single family home a duplex, a quad, it's okay to house hack. Uh, it is, you know, if you get to four in the one rental at a time community, you win. You don't have to have a hundred or a thousand or be some wild syndicator with mobile homes. So if that's where you want to be, please like, subscribe, comment, ask questions. I'm lucky enough to have eight multimillionaires that uh, if I don't know the answer to your question, uh, I know there will be another one of my experts that we talk to seven days a week. So let's do it. So the morning, the morning, the morning. Well, the 10-year note has exploded higher. We talked about this last week. I got a note from a mortgage broker that basically said blood is in the streets. Uh, I've actually seen mortgage brokers get more aggressive, leaving voicemails. Their refi business is falling off a cliff. Like we talked about, something else I nailed. I can see the dominoes falling. I share them with you. And so far, we're on a pretty good run. Uh, ten year was up to one point eight three six. It is. Uh, it could be two percent. Let's call it by Valentine's Day. 
Yeah, it is, uh, it is getting very interesting. So good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining. Like, subscribe, comment, share. Appreciate you. Thank you very much. Microsoft. Don't know if you saw this, but Microsoft is taking some of that huge cash balance that they have and going shopping. This is something that I expect to see. Again, I think we're going to have a really rough year, per perhaps the start of a recession. Companies are going to try to buy growth. Microsoft is out dropping 68 $0.7 billion in cash for Activision. If you don't know Activision, they are this game maker, Call of Duty, I think it is. Uh, they've been, uh, they have been uh, warped in uh, some drama and it uh, looks like it's a good time to sell. Uh, Microsoft is picking that up. So yeah, Activision, $68.7 billion. Crazy. Anyways, again, this is something I expect to go way up is um, M&A or mergers and acquisitions. As we come out of this, companies will try to buy growth and some companies will have to sell. So uh, very interesting times. Peloton. Peloton is uh, struggling. They were a shutdown darling. They got a little full of themselves. They got cocky. They got arrogant. And now they are struggling. Uh, Peloton is uh, going to review their cost structure, may have to have job cuts, may have to close stores and starting next month having charging you for delivery and setup. Uh, it is uh, not a good time to be at Peloton. Again, this is what happens when uh, people don't realize the wind at your back made you. And when the wind goes the other direction, you're not ready, you get smashed. And Peloton is suffering that now. Goldman Sachs. Came out with earnings today, much like the other banks, and uh, basically said, uh, you know, last quarter was okay. They hit revenue, right? They exceeded revenue, which is often called top line. But folks, wage inflation is real. I have been telling you that. Some of you keep fighting me and say that wage inflation is just a minimum wage job. I don't know what else you need to hear, but if Goldman Sachs, Goldman Sachs, is highlighting wage inflation as the reason their operational expenses are up 23%, your argument goes out the window. Out the window. They've had surging expenses, equity slowdown, and yes, higher pay. They have had to pay people more money. And again, if Wall Street is complaining about wage inflation, it is happening everywhere. Everywhere. And this is why I have been telling you for over a year now that we are entering a wage cycle like the 1970s, and thus my 50-year spreadsheet is more and more, and yes, more and more valuable. You can get it in my free course. It is so valuable. I wanted to give it away for free. Uh, again, the teachable link below. Go check it out. Uh, again, in Goldman's... Um, Summary, it says, this is a stark reminder that wage inflation is hitting the banking sector very hard. And what was it last week? JP Morgan CFO basically saying we're going to have to lower our, or accept a lower cash on cash return for the next two years. A lot of that is because operational costs and wages. BlackRock's CEO, Larry Fink. BlackRock's a big deal. They have 10 trillion that's with a t folks 10 trillion dollars under management wage inflation is hurting everyone it will impact margins it will impact inflation for the next one 
to two years. I would like to tell you that I think it's the next two or three years a la the 1970s. Uh, this higher inflation will likely lead to a more aggressive Fed and a actual flatter yield curve. That is interesting. At the moment, if you ask me, I think the yield curve gets steeper. What Larry Fink is saying is he thinks that's the short-term answer, right? A steeper yield curve. But he, think it he thinks it will flatten out. That is something to watch. He actually thinks the short term, what's often called the, um, the one that's often quoted by the Fed, may have maybe 2.5% when this rate cycle finishes. That's 10 quarter point rate hikes. If that is true, the 10-year note must be at what, four, four and a half? The 30-year mortgage is at six? Yeah, like I've said before, 6% is... Uh, 6% stops the real estate market. The transactions fall off a cliff at 6. 5%, it slows down. 6% stops. It'll be very interesting. So again, we are going to watch this. Harvard economist Kenneth Rogoff is out talking about inflation and what he expects. I thought it was a pretty interesting read. A little dry, but hey, he's an economist. What do you want? Uh, he believes it is going to be hard for the Fed to raise rates. I think a lot of you over the last, I don't know, six or nine months when I told you they're going to raise rates and be more aggressive have basically said, hey, stupid, they can't do that. And yes, some of you called me stupid. Be nice. Uh, that they, um, they can't raise rates because of all the public and private debt. Kenneth agrees with you. Uh, it's going to take guts for the Fed to act like Paul Volcker. This is what I agree with. This I totally agree with. Again, Paul Volcker, if you don't know, in the early 80s, he did a half a point raise over a weekend. I did not know that. I had to go back and research that. Usually the Fed raises rates. I only know of a couple of times where they've done an emergency meeting. Paul Volcker was ballsy enough to do it over a weekend. You want to shock the market? Do it over a weekend. So that was interesting. And he's not sure that Powell will be Volcker. I've said that many, many times. I think he's going to be a mini Volcker and then fold like a cheap suit. But we shall see. But Kenneth goes on to say that because Powell will be weak, or at least weaker than he should be, inflation will actually stick around longer. And thus, the Fed will be forced eventually to raise rates higher. When I play that domino or that chess move in my head, it hurts. He's basically saying inflation's going to stick around for two or three years. The Fed's going to make some soft attempts to bring it in. It's not, and thus they will have to continue raise longer and higher because they were weak out of the gate. This is why I continue to call for a half a point move in March. We shall see. Funny enough, Bloomberg, kind of all this stuff is going on, folks, all these articles, the beauty of reading all these articles, different opinions, is you get to make your own. Here we have Bloomberg coming out basically saying traders what right now are actively reevaluating their opinion about the Fed. And they believe there is a better and better chance that the Fed moves a half a point in March. When was my first call on that? Six months ago? I think it was six months ago I said the Fed's going to move half a point in early 2022. 
and you all thought I was crazy. Nailed it. So let's see if they do it, right? A couple of weeks away. Uh, interesting approach. Again, one of the things, if you don't know that's going on in China, they've had this zero COVID thing where they lock down millions of people. It is actually pretty interesting that more and more people are saying that approach that may have worked in the beginning actually might put them at more risk in the future. Uh, and then I ask you, as someone who has been looking at the supply chain, what does that do to our supply chain? China, like it or not, makes a lot of stuff. And if they are in an economy that is going to have more issues, what does that mean for us? Does that mean more empty shelves? Does that mean more companies have to ship stuff by plane versus boat, which hurts expenses? Does this mean more companies have uh, onshore or nearshore manufacturing? There are lots of things to think about, right? It's, it's, it's one thing to point at them and go, hey, they're the bad guy, which you can do if you like. But as somebody who's studying the economy, you have to play it out because, you know, they go on lockdown, they stop making stuff that eventually comes home. And again, if that comes home for the consumer, what does it do for the businesses? These are all related things. And that's why studying the consumer, studying the economy is a daily activity. Uh, and that's why I've been doing it for 30 years. So, and then lastly, let's go back to bigger pockets again. Thank you for that, uh, watching the video yesterday. Again, if you want to be part of one rental at a time where it is okay to buy a single family, a duplex or a quad, like, subscribe, comment, and please send me, maybe DM me on Facebook or Instagram, one rental at a time. Topics that you would like me to go through. I would, I would like to tackle some topics that maybe Bigger Pockets isn't, or I don't know, making you feel bad because you want to buy a single family home. So let me know. I would love to hear from you. Again, like, subscribe, share, invite others to join the party. And of course, remember, I got some more of these to send out. If one rental at a time helps you get a deal, I would love to hear about it. Send you one of these. As of Sunday, we've helped. We've helped you, I shouldn't say I, you, have done 401 deals in 28 weeks. Congratulations, congratulations, congratulations. Take care, everyone. It is Tuesday. That means we should be speaking with Matt, the lumberjack, and Omar, the real estate entrepreneur. Take care. Bye-bye.